Welcome back to another episode of Really? Oh, that's something new. I've never tried that before. So that was fun. It's been a crazy week, hasn't it? Uh, and the past week, well, at least for me, I'm saying, I don't know. I'm saying crazy as if it's for everyone. But no, it's been crazy for me. I have had one episode about study motivation that just blew up for some reason. So that's really cool. And that's something uh, I want to uh, elaborate more, but I think on a different perspective. Because I do think it's rather important for people who choose to continue to study and stay in university and stay in this academic track. I think that motivation to study is a very, very powerful thing and it can be very hard to manage. I can see how university is not for everyone. I don't think it's the answer for everyone. I've seen a lot of clips online of like people saying that college is like a brainwashing machine or university is a brainwashing machine and stuff like this and that. but like why? like it's just because you don't like college or university and you dropped out or you choose not to go it doesn't mean that the whole system is messed up maybe in some schools honestly maybe some schools have certain laws that are really trying to force students to conform or believe certain things and usually in an attempt for good intentions by coming across a bit like harsh that you know that's up to you you can petition in your own college or university about how to fix that it's really like up to you but i do not think that you should that applies to everybody i do think that university and college is so important and society would be far different and far worse off in in a lot of aspects if you don't have university because you don't have a level of standards for a lot of professionals if lawyers if doctors if accountants if a lot of these positions obviously not all maybe some positions you just require a lot of studying but the whole point is set up so that you can have a certain level of professionality in people and so that they have a a uniform understanding of certain things obviously each doctor is not going to be the same as the next but at least they have a decent or same amount of understanding for certain topics i don't think every professional is going to be the same a lot of people graduate from the same exact class same exact school and come out practicing completely different things does not mean one is worse than the other or one is better than the other it's a massive tool that will help you in life if you choose to do something that requires it like doctors for example without university it's gonna be very difficult to vet it if you're gonna set up a system where you train a bunch of people and them doing tests to make sure that they're ready to do it if in this instead of university it's basically the same you're sending a bunch of people to learn a bunch of things and to conduct an examination to make sure everyone is you know up to par and when I say exam, I don't mean paper and pen and sit down and stare. I mean practical exams are also exams. Doing things are also exams. Like, there are so many things that could be an exam. We need to... One of the things, one of the limitations of a lot of our thinking and a lot of why people just blindly conform to all these social media people who are blindly stating things as fact when they are, in fact, not fact. 
They are just saying it as if it is. So I, I've seen, I can see clips all the time of these like gurus or people just go on there and say, society is this is this, so you should be this and this. And they're saying it with such confidence and such a lack of stuttering, the voice and everything comes across so confident. People believe that, yes, this is fact. And they start to work towards something that is not true. Is it fact in some aspects of the world and in some aspects of society? Sure, it could be. I do not think that it's the answer for everything, everywhere. I think one of the most important skills a person can have is to be able to have an open mind. Take a tool from this motivational speaker. Take an advice from this one. Take a, a different tool from that motivational speaker. You have then an artillery of different things, all the knowledge, and you can apply it to specific situations depending on what, right? So I think that that's one of the best ways to approach it. Blindly following one influencer or guru or whatever it is may not be the best approach. I think you can be a good supporter, but really 100% gunning for one ideology I don't know. It kind of limits your perception on a lot of things in life. Because everything that you do, you look at it from this perspective. Because this is your life motto. I, This is obviously just <clears throat> what I think could be one of the more helpful things. I also do believe that some people could function very well under this type of motivation in life this one style gunning for one thing in your mind because that's how also some success stories are right they do nothing else but gun for this one thing and they become successful you know like uh great on you but just in general i see so many people just fall for these type of things online and it's like yikes man like this is not the only answer. And that's why a lot of people feel so backed in the corner sometimes, just about life in general, because they think that they can't do anything else other than this. So my thing is always keep an open mind. Even in classes, when I teach something or when someone is doing a presentation or we're just talking about a topic and someone raises their hand, or like I will always encourage a class to not encourage but I just say like do you have any questions or do you have any disagreements I'm not afraid to always ask this because if a student does have a disagreement it's always very interesting for me to talk it out so there's there there was a presentation once done on like a gratitude journal or something it's like positive psychology and a student actually rose their hand and said i disagree because a lot of school presentations i think they can get or university presentations they can get very repetitive right yeah this is a topic this is what's great about it that's that and they they themselves don't really dive that deep into it not all but some are like this and a student like rose their hand and said i actually disagree I think sometimes when you only think about the positive stuff, you can get quite uh, depressed because you can't... Let's, let's say you have to think of three positive things every day of the week. And the student rose their hand and said, I disagree that this could be helpful because what if you can't think of anything positive and that can be quite depressing. And I was like, yeah, that's a very good point. And then you kind of just build this like class environment of... <coughs> I understand where you're coming from. I see your point. 
this is my argument back to you. You can argue back to me with your opinion and that's that we can come to a conclusion where I can give an answer where, oh, maybe you don't have to perceive it as a depressing thing. Maybe you just need to open up and look at the smaller things and appreciate that more. You can put, I had a really good breakfast as a positive thing. It doesn't have to be some big massive thing. That could be my argument. And she could argue back something else. I could argue back something else. When I say argument, it doesn't have to be anything negative. It's just a statement that proves my point on why this could be a thing. Am I 100% advocating that a gratitude journal, for example, is like a fantastic thing? No. But I do like to foster an environment where we can critically think about a topic where if you disagree, it's fine. I'll give an argument. She gives an argument. We either end it on, oh, like she will be like, or I will be like, oh, good point. I understand where you're coming from. That could be right. End it there. Or I respectfully disagree. You respectfully disagree. And we can just leave it at that. And you can go home believing a certain set of beliefs. And I can go home believing a certain set of beliefs. No one has to be aggressive or violent. And that's just that. Because ultimately, if she thinks a gratitude general is disadvantages and I don't, it doesn't affect me in my day-to-day life, nor affect me at all, period. And it does not affect her either that she disagrees. She can just move on and believe in something else. Or, yeah, it doesn't matter. Some fundamental things, not fun, these are not fundamental things, really. Some small things we really do not need to put that much effort into. But sometimes we really put an overzealous amount of effort into something. And that's where we lose a lot of this motivation. Now I'm talking about specifically about studying. And this motivation to kind of keep going, right? And... Obviously, even when you do your literature, I don't think, unless it's like backed by a lot of studies and these things are just what is in the world right now. This is like certain things in a textbook. And I'm coming from a psychology perspective because that's my degree and stuff like that. And I'm also teaching a lot of psychology subjects at university. So sometimes when you read a book and you kind of disagree with it, I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think you can look it up look think more critically about it and then that's that you know and then move on because that's going to be part of the exam anyway so what's the point of disagreeing but you can disagree in your own you know little thought and universe it's fine but i think the main idea here is that motivation overall is hard to keep consistent throughout a whole year a lot of times you start the year super confident and then by the end of the first block, at least in the Netherlands, we go by a block system. The end of the first block, you get a little bit tired out because you were kind of motivated, but it went down and then you crashed. Uh, like you study a day before the exam or two days before the exam. And then you right after the exam just crashed and then jump in the next block already half the motivation because you crashed the last block. And as you go into the third block, you're even half of that motivation. As you go into the final block, you're at half of the half of the half. And you're just done by the end of the year. And somewhere in between these halves of motivation, you <laughs> either burn out or get super tired or get super like sad or depressed. Or who knows? Different people react differently. But this is what 
happens very often. It doesn't happen to everyone, but I think there's a general consensus that you can agree that throughout the year, motivation generally tends to go down. So how how do we actually approach this and like fix this and stuff? There is no one answer. Just like a lot of things in life, there is no one answer. But we can talk about it, right? We can discuss what exactly is affecting it. But before I go into that, I want to quickly, very quickly, 0.2 seconds or a minute, uh, go into the sponsor of today's uh, video. I mean, not video. Uh, I want to quickly go into the sponsor of uh, today's episode. So, in, ter- in the spirit of being relaxed and chill for the year and to kind of wind down sometimes uh check out galaxytreats.com so they're a sponsor of this video and they uh offer a wide selection of rare cannabinoids including edibles and vapes uh all of their products are made in the usa from industrial hemp and of course they are also third-party lab tested uh, their products are legal in the 2018 Farm Bill. And, of course, along with all of that, they also have a wide variety of uh, fruity flavors that sets them apart. So, if you're looking to wind down and looking to try something new from a reliable place, uh, check out galaxytreats.com. And with that... Yeah, that's <laughs> the sponsor for the t- today's video. And yeah, am I saying drugs is the answer? I know a lot of friends who, um, I know someone who peer pressured their close friends into giving them Ritalin. And those who don't know what Ritalin is, it's an ADHD drug that helps people who have ADHD get to calm down for a bit. But for an average person who don't have ADHD, it just helps them really zone in on focus and stuff like this. Different people have different effects. and But I know a good amount of people who take these drugs because they believe it's helpful for them. Because why? They're in the middle of the semester and they're running out of freaking motivation. They're conforming, not conforming, but they're resorting to these things. They're resorting to drugs. They're resorting to this type of solutions which I do not think is helpful. There's a reason why these are prescribed drugs. I think overall drugs should be threaded at very carefully. Prescribed medication, let's say, not drugs. Overall, if you have to start to resort to these type of things, I would just take a second to really think about what you're doing. Obviously, it's not the worst thing you can do. There are worse things, obviously, but personally i would just be careful and do the appropriate research before you resort into something like this it's very hard to tell someone don't do it more often than not they will do it my advice is to really look into what you're doing first study it and make sure you are aware of what is entering your body and what effect it has on your brain chemistry and your being then thread carefully (laughs) if that's something you want to resort to doing thread carefully do your research understand what's happening first anyways that's that uh those are for people who want to resort to certain even alcohol by the way some people resort to alcohol because they're so stressed that's also something you should be careful cannabis and stuff like this help in calming you down same like alcohol it calms you down 
Um, but important thing is to uh, don't get addicted and don't do prescription drugs that are not prescribed to you, right? Those are important things. But yeah, when you want to chill down in the middle of semester, I do think that these things are also important. Take a chill day, take a chill night, arrange actually one or two nights a week where you just sit down and do whatever you want. Let's start at six o'clock or five o'clock or whatever. Let's say it's a Friday and you're coming home from university at five o'clock. Do whatever the heck you want that night. Arrange that night that is just you. Or actually, if you weren't recharge your friends, just you and your friends. Go out, do whatever the heck you want. Arrange one or two days a week to just let it out. Party, if that's something that you want. Read a book, game, whatever it is that's your hobby and recharges you and makes you feel happy doing. That's something you should do at least once a week these are important things and if taking some THC or something smoking some weed helps go ahead you know do it once a week twice a week anything to calm you down right constantly going seven days a week for six weeks times four blocks is a lot it's asking a lot from a lot of people so I think it's important to chill down but yeah, overall, we talked in one of the previous episodes about finding that meaning inside of you that drives what you're doing. So if you find meaning in what you're doing, if you're studying to become a lawyer because you're very passionate about advocating for a specific type of law, then that drives you. Always keep that in mind. Freaking put it on a post-it. Put it somewhere in your room. Put it on your computer. Put your computer wall screen as that. And make sure you remind yourself that this is what you're doing. It can be for anything. Even arts and history. I'm sure that people taking those degrees have a meaning in what they're doing, what they're doing. Maybe they're carrying out their grandparents' legacy. Who knows? Whatever you're doing, if you choose to go into university, more often than not, you have a meaning. And if you don't, Take two seconds, sit by yourself in a room and think about why you're doing what you're doing. And if you genuinely find little to no pleasure or extreme unhappiness in what you're doing, whether that's university work, whatever it is, time to do something to change that. Do I, do I mean do a 180 life flip or change everything? No. Do small changes, even that will make a difference. If you absolutely hate your job, you can start integrating things that you do love in your life if it's impossible for you to quit right now. Because it's very easy to be like, oh, quit your job, blah, blah. Some people may not be in a position to do that. Same for the studies. You're like three years in, you paid so much money, it's, it's so hard for you to drop it. If ultimately that's what you have to do, that's what you have to do. But if you're trying to finish it off, find something meaningful in what you do in your day-to-day life. If Whether that's a hobby, whether that's this, podcasting or YouTubing or streaming, whatever, you know, anything outside of your study that's meaningful, that helps also. Whatever it is, find something meaningful to do in your life. If that's not your studies, find something, right, that's meaningful. This thing 
does not have to be your whole life, but it helps doing it, right? Finding this thing that makes it meaningful for you. But let's say you found that point. You've reached that point. I am fully motivated. I have it in my lock screen. Every time I open my phone, I know I'm motivated. What helps is also changing. Um, let's say you put the a wallpaper of the motivation. Change your wallpaper every now and then. Remind yourself in different ways. Let's say you have a quote, I want to be a doctor. And that's your motivation. Change it around sometimes, you know. Like, I want to help people. Uh, so when you actively go to the post-it that you've sticked everywhere and you change it, write a new sentence or paste a new one, you're reminded again. Change your lock screen, you're reminded again. Change the way it's structured. Remind yourself what you're doing, what you're doing. So you can keep that consistency level week to week. If you have six readings across six weeks, and I and some of you may be like, one reading a week, that's nothing. Well, when you read research papers and when you read textbooks, they are like hundreds of pages long. Sometimes it takes a week. So, yeah, constantly remind yourself about why you're doing what you're doing. That meaning. And if it's an attention-related issue, let's say, because of the emergence of like shorts and TikToks and blah, 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 our attention span is going down. And that's, you can just read studies on that because it is true. Our attention span is going down and it requires more and more to keep us entertained. And that's why people are doing dumb shit <laughs> to keep people entertained. Uh, attention span is going down. So either train your attention span to be longer, watch movies, watch longer videos, or keep your work interesting keep it short form kind of uh studying you can do that at pomodoro pomodoro is a technique where you spend 20 minutes studying five minutes break 20 minutes studying five, or 30 10 35 when i say 30 10 i mean 30 minutes studying 10 minute break 30 minute studying five minute break whatever you know whatever suits you uh, it can be a 25, it can be a 20 and 10, but that's kind of counterintuitive because your break is like halfway. Um, yeah, 30 and 5 minutes or 50 minutes and 10 minutes, it's really up to you. Usually, you can go on YouTube and find like Harry Potter and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, you might be wondering, what is Harry Potter, Pomodoro? It's literally po like... ASMR of you being in Hogwarts, depending, you can even be in like Snape's class, which is like a potions class, and um, and there'll be like background of like potions bubbling and <laughs> ASMR of like that. And once the 20 minutes is up, then they play like the theme song or like little lo fi beats of uh, Harry Potter theme music. Uh, and it's quite nice if like Harry Potter is your motivation go ahead do stuff like this train your attention span if it's a focus issue there's way too many things out your window on your table clear everything clear your table anything you don't need it doesn't need to be there a bank uh, 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 someone's name card nah not necessary a post-it nah unless you're using it for studying anything that you don't need does not need to be on your table if you're trying to read a textbook and you're trying to take notes all you need is your book your notebook and your pen sometimes if you're writing notes in your book you don't even need a notebook there's a pen and a book that's it your table should be empty 
that is usually a big help because you're clearing the area of things that could potentially distract you. So that's also something that could help. It's like cutting cold turkey, right? It's removing everything that could potentially influence you. Or you could also have motivators. At the end of this 20 minutes, I'm going to do something or eat something or grab something. I don't know. Something that you really enjoy doing. Use that as the endpoint motivator for yourself. If it's something you rarely do for yourself, let's say I rarely have spa days this, this, this semester because I have so much stress. Let's say at the end of your Pomodoro session, let's say you have four sessions of 20 minutes and five minute break, 20 minutes, five minutes. At the end of that, give yourself a face mask, you know, of like 10 minutes. That's something for, for people who love this type of stuff. But like find whatever it is that is for you. If, let's say, you really enjoy playing a video game. I really enjoy NBA, NBA 2K. Um, So at the end of a whole study session, I will allow myself one game. One game of NBA. And that's a really nice motivator. Different people have different ways to motivate themselves. So you just find what motivates you and use that. And keep yourself in check. Use an Excel sheet. Use uh, something that can keep you in check all the time. I know some people who have like a massive spreadsheet where they indicate red for something they have not done and indicate green for something they have done. So then they have a whole uh, spreadsheet which was white. White meaning like it, ha- it has not been touched. like, And red indicating something that they should have done last week or it's something that they should do this week but they haven't gone around to it. They indicated red or orange. And then as the red builds up, the anxiety to get shit done builds up and so you want to make as many greens as possible and each time you put a green on this excel sheet you get like a dopamine high and that's super cool and some people are motivated like stuff like this so find something that's for you excel sheets try it even if it's something that you don't think will work try it have a planner open an excel sheet if not have an external influence that will keep you in check do this with a friend Find a friend, find a teacher, find a student mentor. I don't know. If a student come up to me saying like, yo, keep me in check. Can you don't mind if I share with you my Excel sheet? And if you see, well, a Google doc sheet, I don't know what you call that. Like an Excel sheet for Googles. I think it's a Google, I don't know. What is it? Like the Google de- uh, sheets for, um, oh, is it Google sheets? I think that's the one. <clears throat> share it with a, a mentor or a teacher or someone or a close friend. And every time you're going red, have them be like, yo, what's happening here? And don't have to be in a mean way, but you will have that pressure because you know someone else is involved as well. Do it together. It doesn't have to be someone supervising you. That's not the case. You you can have someone help you or you can do it together with that friend. If you find a friend that's not as motivated or like um, you know is running behind on motivation like you are, do it together. that always helps and you keep each other in check if someone's falling behind you tell them if you're falling behind they tell you there are many ways to do it um but yeah i would say find the fundamental meaning in what you're doing first and have that be the main like one of the motivators and then find out what exactly is stopping you from keeping this week to week kind of 
catching up like what is stopping you from having this week-to-week blockage that yet you're at the end of the year everything is piled up why is this happening question yourself why is everything building up why can't i do it week to week sometimes the answer can be as easy as i'm lazy or the answer can be as complicated as you know there's a lot of stuff going on that i don't know separate out what exactly is excuses and what exactly is the reason that you can't do it so let's say you find out the reason already as to why you can't keep it up i would separate out the reasons that are actual reasons like there's something called force majeure so something that happened to you and it's very hard to overcome that stuff is like stuff that you can't very rarely control uh, control but you can control how you react to it and then there's stuff that just is pure excuses you're lazy you just don't want to do it right now you're just in bed for way too many hours then you should you should you wake up at nine but you stay in bed till 12 why if there's no actual reason this is lame excuses there's actually a matrix that that the university has taught us to teach the students and it's actually called lame excuses so that's pretty funny but yeah find out if those excuses are actual like excuses that are for like hindering you from doing something or they're plain just nonsense and you know you can do better separating that out for yourself really understand why you can't come down to it and that could be one of that could be the bottom of this pyramid you're building of yourself. Ultimately, once you build on the bottom, you will reach the top, right? Eventually. Anyways, I can talk so much more about this, but this episode is running a bit too long. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you want to support me, you can check out Buy Me A Coffee slash uh, Nikita Really, something like that. I don't know. It should be in the link of uh, this podcast. And I really appreciate you hearing me out and listening and uh, hopefully, I don't know, like t- having some use for the things that I've said. Um, yeah. Good luck studying. And you got this. Peace out.